There is only Christ. Christ is everything. Christ is in everything. Hello, I'm Rick, and welcome to the next episode of Christ Through the Elements. You're here for episode number 22, Christ Through Titanium. If you're a first-time listener to this podcast, which is actually a sub-podcast of my presence podcast, welcome. I take this podcast in three parts. First of all, I reflect on the section of Father Richard Rohr's The Universal Christ book, which I am reading. Secondly, I share with you what I have learned about an element from a wonderful book by Mr. Theodore Gray. And then in the third segment after the break, I tie the two themes together, basically asking the question, what does this particular element teach us about Christ's presence within creation? If you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener again, thank you for being here. The section which I am reading in Father Richard's book is called Things at Their Depth. It's chapter 9. And Father Richard says on page 119, I doubt if you can see the image of God, imago dei, in your fellow humans if you cannot first see it in rudimentary form, in stones, in plants and flowers, in strange little animals, in bread and wine, and most especially cannot honor this objective divine image in yourself. If it is a full, it's a full body tune-up, this spiritual journey. It really ends up being all or nothing here and then everywhere. He goes on a little bit further on that same page to say, any object that calls forth respect or reverence is the Christ or the anointed one for us at that moment, even though the conduit might just look like a committed research scientist, an old man cleaning up the beach, a woman going the extra mile for her neighbor, an earnest, eager dog licking your face, or an ascent of pigeons across the plaza. And finally, he concludes this thought on one page 120. For as Thomas Merton says in the book Conjectures of a Guilty Bystander, the gate of heaven is everywhere because of their freedom to respect what is right in front of them all of the time. I think what Father Richard is saying here which I think is so essential, is that Christ is present in and through everything and anything if we have the eyes to see it, the ears to hear it, and so forth. And I think we start by recognizing this presence in the simple, in what is near us, and recognizing that whatever it is that brings us pause, whatever brings us joy, whatever even brings us sadness and suffering and sorrow is, again, a window to, as Thomas Merton says, the gate of heaven, the gift of God's presence. Theodore Gray, in his book, The Elements, a visual exploration of every known element, talks about titanium, which is number 22 with the abbreviation TI. He says it's a popular element and it's added by marketers to products, the name titanium, even if it doesn't have any titanium in it. A golf club, for example, might say titanium, but the only way to actually tell is to put it against a grinding wheel. I'm not recommending you do that with your titanium clubs, but if you do, you will see white sparks, which would indicate the presence of titanium. Titanium, you might guess, is named after the titans of Greek myth, and it's used for strength in jet engines, tools, and even rockets. 
It's non-rusting and non-allergenic, so therefore it is used often in artificial hip joints, dental implants, and body jewelry. It does cost a lot, and it's not because it's scarce. It's fairly abundant, but it actually is difficult to refine it properly. But we do find it in some pretty interesting places. For example, it is the white in white paint. That's titanium dioxide. In fact, it is even the white that you'll find on most book pages that make the page look the way that it does. So in conclusion, as Mr. Gray says, you find titanium everywhere from missiles to razors because it is indeed a well-known and much celebrated metal. Please stay with me through the break and when we return, we'll see what titanium reveals to us about the presence of Christ. Well, thank you for staying with me through that break. I think for me, the connection to Christ that titanium gives us is in that little detail that's actually pretty significant where Professor Gray tells us that paper, book paper, contains titanium dioxide paint or coloring, which makes the book page white. And I think this is kind of like Christ because Christ as a name or a naming of what is, is something that we might not always do. I'll bet, after listening to this podcast, the next time you look at a book page, you'll be thinking that, hey, this thing, which I am very familiar with, a page of a book, actually has titanium dioxide as its coloring. It's what makes it what it is. You now have a name to identify something that you're already quite familiar with. You've gained a new way of seeing and, most importantly, naming Mm -hmm. and hopefully even experiencing that book page in front of you. I think Christ is like this, and I think that's what Father Richard is getting at in his entire book, but also in the chapter or the pages that we have just reflected on. I think what he is saying is that we can talk about God in general and many different religions and faiths and spiritualities certainly do. But the worldview that many adopt and the worldview that I live out of my entire life in one way or another is that God is Trinity, God is relationship, and one person of that relationship is the Christ, which is who is really, not which, but who is the word of God. And it is through this word of God spoken that everything not only came into being, but continues to come into being, continues to grow and change and evolve and be shaped. And most significantly, as so many mystics and theologians and even scientists now are telling us that this force, this Christ is bringing us towards union and wholeness and towards, as the great Teilhard de Chardin said, the alpha point the omega point, excuse me, I should say, that Christ is the alpha and the omega, and we are being brought through Christ to this omega point. 
So I think it really comes down to a matter of recognition and a matter of naming that what we see, what we know, what we hear and taste and smell and so forth, what we sense even in those deeper ways of the more, the numinous, the beyond, God is Christ present with us and also, and we will be celebrating the feast of the incarnation in just a few weeks, we'll be starting the Advent season here uh, the day after tomorrow, but this Christ, this second person of the Trinity, this word of God became flesh. And as St. John says in one translation that I really like, became flesh and pitched his tent among us, lived and was one with us and is still with us through his body and blood, through so many different avenues and pathways And as Father Richard reminds us, present with us through really everything and anyone and any experience, again, if we have the eyes to see and the ability to name and to identify as Christ. So I conclude with this with just this thought, what is commonplace? What is usual? What is typical in your own day-to-day life? And How can you see and name Christ through it, whatever it might be? I hope you'll join me for the next episode, which will be episode number 23, and we will go further into the periodic table. May the peace and the Christ and may the peace of Christ be with you always. Thank you for listening.